0: Three, two,
1: one. In the end, I didn't learn anything in university that actually helped me with my job. It was a piece of paper to show that I can learn. Everything I learned on the job, uh, for the job, was on the job. Mm. And uh, the one thing I tell people right now is, resumes don't get you jobs, connections get you jobs. So, go to barbecues. Where, <laughs> where are your yes. Talk to people, right? And I'm an introvert. I don't like talking to people. It's not easy for me and mm-hmm. I do it because I have to.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another edition of Tech Niche Tips. I'm your host Joseph M. Smith, and like always, I have another one for you. And this one is special. Now, the reason why I say it's special is because I have a lot of people that have questions about this particular subject. And I am absolutely astounded to have this next guest with us. He is not only a sales engineer himself, but he coaches others to become sales engineer. He has a website dedicated to it. He has a podcast dedicated to it, and he's going to talk about it and so much more today. Please welcome with me, Ramsey, to the stage. Ramsey, it's such a pleasure to
1: have you. I'm so happy to have you here with us. I'm happy to be here, but I have like next time I was gonna ask you to set the bar really low. Okay. (laughs) That way I can exceed it. Now the bar is high. I'm gonna have to live up to it. So I hope I live up to this, uh, to the bar that you set.
0: Oh, I know you will based off of the conversation that we just had. So <laughs> I'm excited for it. Uh, but but let Ramsey. I'm going to go back and I'm going to paint the picture for those that are new to this and haven't seen these conversations that we have. Uh, th- we're gonna we're gonna do this in a format called I like to call boots to the brain. So we're going to talk about ramsey's background his story where did he come from and also the brain the mindset that someone needs to have not only to get to where ramsey is but to scale from there so let's start from the very beginning with your story because i know that your story is going to be a great place to start
1: i'm i'm originally i'm lebanese not original lebanese i'm still lebanese lebanese canadian and in lebanon my interests were sports and computers. And my dad kind of pushed me towards computers. I decided to come to Canada for university because it was cheaper than the US. And I got in as a civil engineer because turns out civil engineering needs a lower GPA or lower high school grades than communications or computer engineering. So I came in as a civil engineer. And then I switched after the first year to communications. Graduated in 2009 when everything was falling apart, I guess, in the world. Got a job through a barbecue as a support engineer at a company called Alcatel-Lucent. Became a support engineer, did network design engineering. Then in 2014, I switched into systems engineering. But the actual role was sales engineering. And I've been there since. Well, I haven't been with that company since, but I've been in sales in one way, shape, or form since so that's my quick background
0: can you talk a little bit about growing up in lebanon and how it has formed and made you to who you are today
1: yeah i mean uh it, it was very like we, did, we didn't have bullying in school it was more of a you know you, there i went to a, a catholic school nuns strict no bullying. And you just put in the work. Like I hear people complain about their kids having to do homework for a half hour after school today. We used to get home around three thirty and study nonstop till around nine o'clock. So we had that, but we also played a lot of basketball. We had a lot of friends. Um, so the up- upbringing was more family oriented. And so we have we carry that today. Like I live five minutes away from my brother, five minutes away from my parents. Uh, 10 minutes away from my, my wife's parents. I tried to put a little distance, but it didn't work. Uh, I hope my wife doesn't hear this. Love you. Uh, so, yeah, it, it was, I, I just learned, like, okay, so one thing that I would say that helped me was when I was in Lebanon, situ- economical situation was not great. And my dad had to sacrifice a lot. He left Lebanon. He worked in Kuwait, in UAE. In Nigeria, he would come and tell us stories about the things that happened to him. Because he wanted to take care of the family, and since then, I knew like it, life is not supposed to be easy. There will be sacrifices. As long as you have the family in mind first, you will most likely succeed. Uh, at least that's how I see it. We never. I never had this conversation on a podcast before, so. Things. Oh, uh,
0: I, that, that's what I love to do. I love to get deeper into things and talk about stories because what in people's stories, that's where we can relate. That's where we find the human connection and the human experience. And you talked about family just now. Now, my family are immigrants from as well. They migrated from uh, Guyana, and that's also from via Ghana through the slave trade and other things going on there. And so one of the things about family is that they have family values. Now you mentioned education. How did, it sounds like your family really valued education. Can you talk about that, that,
1: that uh, value there? Uh, okay. My dad's not going to like the story, but when we were younger, if we didn't get like a hundred out of a hundred, like hundred percent, he would threaten us to just like, hey, I'll send you to the streets and you will sell gum with the kids that are on the streets selling it. So it, it was, it was tough. Like my mom was always understanding. My dad always wanted, where are the bonus points? You got only a hundred out of a hundred. Why not 105? Well, dad, there was no bonus points. Did you ask for bonus points? It's like, it, that's not how it worked. So yeah, it, there was a lot of emphasis on, on studying, but there was also a lot of emphasis on sports, team sports, go play the team sport you committed. Go do it. Don't say you're tired. Don't say you don't feel like it today. You mm. committed to something, whatever it is, go do it. And go try different things. Like, we did try taekwondo for three weeks. Hated it. Left. So they didn't force us to do everything, but as soon as we say, alright, basketball is it, they're like, that's it. You committed. Do it. Mm. So Between... Uh, like Commit to something, basically. That was the... That's what they tried to instill in us. Because my dad committed to leaving the household, living on his own to get to make a living for us to eat normal food instead of eating the like hot dogs. Mm. So, mm. yeah.
0: Oh, I love that commitment. Commitment is so important. You're absolutely right. And and from from listening to your story, I could find that once you found something that you latched onto it and you pivoted in ways but you still stayed committed so for example you mentioned how you went from looking into you know you start off with loving computers having a knack for it and you went into engineering and after you kind of said you know what (laughs) this is i could get i could get into this way but you stayed with technology can you talk about how the college experience was for you uh, navigating that
1: well the first thing we did was it was problem solving and we talked yeah you were talking about the mindset like, it's not that I can't do it. It's how can I do it? Mm. Right. I can't get to... So in Lebanon, uh, I interrupt myself all the time. In Lebanon, if you get 75% on uh, like as an average grade, that means you're like the top student in class. I was not the top student in class. So I was getting like 65, 68. It was still good in Lebanon. So if you apply to a university in Lebanon, you're, you're one of the best. Come on in. You apply to a university in Canada... You're like a C student, right? Wow. Um, so we had to find a way. And we worked with our, university, with our school, and they took, they took the best marks, which improved my marks, but it was still like 72%. And we found out that, all right, if I apply to communications engineering, I will not be allowed into the university. Civil engineering, on the other hand, for some reason needed lower grades because there was a shortage or something. So not I can't get into civil communications engineering. How can I get into communications engineering? Well, apply for civil engineering. First-year engineering is the same. And then switch. Get good marks and switch. So when I got here, I really focused on getting A pluses on everything except for accounting. I sucked at that. It was an elective, so it didn't really matter. But I got A pluses on pretty much everything. Mm. And I was able to then apply to switch from civil to communications engineering. And the first year was interesting because I coming from Lebanon, I was used to working hard. You know, you go to class, you have 15 minutes between class, you just work, right? You don't waste time. You can chit chat, but you're working. I noticed I don't know if that's my friends. They didn't have that mentality. Like I need a break or I don't want to work, or they don't put in the hours that I that I thought they should. Because for me, it seems like they're their school experience was easier and they weren't expecting university to be tough. So I was able to excel in university where a lot of my friends were not great. But so you're asking me how I felt about university. First year was good, I excelled, except for accounting, which I didn't really understand. Nobody does. So. <laughs>
0: so good so yeah I, I wanted to ask you about that cuz you mentioned it a couple of times communications engineering that was the
1: degree yeah. that you did yeah it's it's like computer it's networking okay. it's it's a well there's digital communication wireless communication everything that we use today that we take for granted on the computer that was communications communications engineering and oh nice that's what i did and i i am one of the rare people who got a job in what i graduated in as a communications engineer at Alcatel-Lucent.
0: Oh wow, yeah, and I remember you talking about that getting getting a job
1: at a barbecue. How did that? Tell, yeah. tell us about that story. That's very interesting. So i I, uh, I did my internship at a company called Nortel Networks. Oh yeah, know, yeah, and that was in two thousand seven, two thousand eight. And I was promised a job when I get back. I was even their campus ambassador, so I had their T shirts, their bags, I had all their swag, and I would walk around the university. It's like, "Yeah, Nortel is great," and whatever. And then one day, someone walks up to me and is like, hey, Ramsey, what what are you going to do now that Nortel went bankrupt? I'm like, what do you mean they went bankrupt? Like, yeah, it's on the news. <laughs> I guess I have to go read the news. So Nortel went bankrupt in my last year of university, and my guaranteed job was no longer guaranteed. Wow. Um, so I was jobless for like four months after university. I had applied for a master's. I was accepted for a master's. So I was getting paid a little bit from master's degree, but... I wanted a job. I didn't want to do masters and I went to a barbecue for my hometown in Lebanon and I was wearing my Nortel shirt and a lady from Alcatelusent just started chatting with me. It's like, Hey, Oh, you work at Nortel? I'm like, no, I'm looking for a job. It's like, Oh, we're looking for someone. I'm, like, I'm it. And, uh, I, 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 went, it was a Sunday afternoon, Sunday night. I had sent her my resume they had scheduled my interview, uh, so Monday I got called. They said the wow. interview was on Tuesday. Monday night, I went over to that lady's house, and she coached me on the interview process. Wow. So I went the next day, and I aced the interview, and there was a competition between me and someone else who was referred by another person on the in the company, and in the end, I got the job. Wow. That, that was, was quick. quick. <laughs> but that's when I learned that resumes don't get you jobs because in those four months, I had applied for maybe a thousand jobs. Mm. I just go on Cisco's website, apply, 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 apply. I'll get to Lucent, apply, apply. Every Everywhere I could find a job, I would apply. In Canada, mm. outside of Canada. One barbecue got me a job.
0: Wow. And and that job, that position was communications engineer specifically?
1: It, it was support, uh, customer support engineering, but it's it was... In routing and networking, yeah, but I, 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 like wow. I tell this, in the end, I didn't learn anything in university that actually helped me with my job. It was a piece of paper to show that I can learn. Everything I learned on the job, uh, for the job, was on the job. Mm. And uh, the one thing I tell people right now is, resumes don't get you jobs. Connections get you jobs. So go to barbecues. Where, where are you? <laughs> yes. Talk to people, right? And I'm an introvert. I don't like talking to people. So it, it's not easy for me. And mm-hmm. I do it because I have to. Wow.
0: I'm going to pause right here to talk to the those that are watching us. Like you're watching this right now and you're saying to yourself, man, I don't know anybody. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> you you can know anybody. You have this powerful thing in your hand or your phone or in your pocket or in your purse called a uh, smartphone right and it connects you to this entire world where you can network with people such as linkedin and even some facebook groups and other groups around that you can network in and so i want to encourage you right now to break free of the shell that you may be in and go do meetups find people and connect and network because you never know who is on the other side of that and for those because i am an affiliate with course careers for those of you who are trying to find your way Whether it's through IT, whether it's through tech sales, such as being an SDR, or whether it's digital marketing, Course Careers is here to help you out. So definitely look at the description below and find out which one works for you by taking the free introductory course. It's free. The introductory course is free. There's nothing to lose. And if you want to move forward, I do have a promo code $50 off that you can take advantage of. That's how I got into tech. And possibly the way you might get into there as well. But we're going to talk about it because there's some other things that ooh, I'm, I'm not sure if you're ready for this. But Ramsey has some amazing information to share with us regarding specifically being a sales engineer. And we're going to probably pivot there now. So before I get there, though, communications engineer, how long have you been doing that, Ramsey, before you actually were pivoted to becoming a sales engineer?
1: Well, so I'm still in the same industry. And in- yeah. So I, like I've, I studied communication for, it took me like seven years to graduate, that's a different story. Um, and then I, from 2009, I got my first job as a support engineer in the communications organization. And I've been in that industry since. So it's been a while, (laughs) Um, carry the five. Yeah, I don't know. Hey there.
0: Thank you so much for watching this video. This video is actually sponsored by Course Careers. So whether you're interested in breaking in as a tech sales representative, if you're interested in actually doing IT or digital marketing, not only do they have free introductory courses for you right now, go to the description and check that out, but they also have $50 off that you could get through me, Joseph50. That's right, $50 off through Joseph50. So if you're interested in getting into that course, any which one, whether, again, tech sales, IT, or digital marketing, look no further. Go down to the description below. Click on the link and sign up right now. What are you waiting for? <laughs> it's been a while. So, so it's amazing. So so basically, if we kind of take it and we look at, look at your story, Ramsey. You, your networking is what got you to be a sales engineer, or as people would say, right? Um, or to be in this industry, I should say. so yeah. so let's let's now let's let's go deep into it now. let's talk about sales engineering because a lot of people have either, and we talked about this prior, they're like, how do become a sales engineer? It's not an entry level position, folks. and so could you talk about how would somebody try to even navigate to become a sales engineer?
1: Yes. So I was mentioning to you earlier, like early on, I wrote the I wrote a blog saying that uh, sales engineering is like the chicken and the egg situation where they say you have to have five years of customer experience or sales engineering experience, but you can't have sales engineering experience until you get a job. So I'm not sure how that works. But generally speaking, when you're trying to break into sales engineering, let's define sales engineering first, if you don't mind. Uh, so sales engineering, the way I define it, it's the process of solving business problems Through technology, right? Which means you're asking a lot of questions, you're trying to understand situations, trying to understand what the end goals, and then offering solutions based on the tool set that you have. So, generally speaking, that means you either have to have technology knowledge, industry knowledge, or customer knowledge. So, the way it worked for me is I had pretty much all three of them. And that's how I got the job. But you don't have to have all three. You can have two, two out of three, would be good. So, the way I got it is I worked with a vendor. So, I worked at Alcatel Lucent, and we had a vendor trying to break into the, that company. And they needed someone who had technical know how. So, I've used their product before, I know it. Industry knowledge I'm in the communication world. Customer knowledge I'm in their biggest customer, I am their biggest customer. So I applied to the job and I got it. Yeah. Now, if you're not in that situation, like I've had truckers come to me and say, like, Hey, I want to become an SE, what should I do? And the first thing I ask them is what software do you use? So I-, I use that software or this software. I'm like, all right, great. Apply to those. But you already know the, you know, the software cause you use it and you know, the customer, so you already have to, most people think that they don't have that. But in fact, you always have something and you've, al- you've already used the software. Somewhere in your life, like if you're a recruiter, you've used LinkedIn, you've used HubSpot, Salesforce, you've used many of these things. So you already know that product and also you're a customer. So, you know, the customer, what they want and you have to kind of think of it this way Mm. and I, so you have to have those, one of those three or two of those three. And the big thing is I mentioned earlier, resumes don't get you jobs. Connections get you jobs. So they come to me, trucker comes to me, and they have like 100 connections on LinkedIn. Like, All right, for the next three weeks, you're maximizing your connections per day, right? Just grow your network, right? Grow mm-hmm. your network. Don't send LinkedIn connection requests without any messages. I always tell them like, hey, all right, this is the message you sent. I am Ramsey, and I'm trying to break into sales engineering and trying to learn from, trying to learn from experienced folks like yourselves. You seem to be working in this industry. I'd love to learn more, more from you. Looking forward to connect. Cheers. That's it, right? And once this, once it's a numbers game. Some will say yes. Most will say no. Once the ones who said yes said yes, you can reach out to them again. It's like, hey, can we grab a? Can I offer you coffee? Can I pick your brain? Can I learn from you? Or simply just start liking their posts on LinkedIn if you don't want to jump straight into the. Can I learn from you? Like their posts, share their posts, build that network, build that relationship. And that's something you have to do as a sales engineer anyways. So start building that relationship with them so that if there's a job opening, they think of you, you're, you're top of mind, and they can refer you, which holds a lot more value than you just applying online. Or if a third-party recruiter refers you. I'll pause here.
0: That's good. That's really good. That's really good. So for those that are, those that are now tuning in, you can always rewind, and, and I want you to catch that. What's the first thing? First thing is actually looking at what are you using already? Are you using software that that you kind of like, man, I've, I've kind of been through this. I know how to use this. So, for example, I'm going to take it for people that are musicians like I am. If you use Pro Tools and you know the ins and outs of that, you can be you could try to find a way to be a solutions architect or a sales engineer, to be able to show people how to use that. So that might be a company you want to look into. Or another company, let's say that you are somebody that uses another software and you're really good at it. That's a great way. In fact, some companies, they actually try to hire people that they've been consulting with as clients. And they have people that, oh, I I use a product all the time. And they're like, well, we want to hire you because you know the product so well. We want you, we want you to be a, a subject matter expert or a solutions architect, or yeah, in other words, sales engineer for us. So that plus networking is what's gonna get you to where you need to be. That's so
1: good, Ramsey. Yeah. And keep in mind, you know the not only do you know the product, you know what you like about the product, you know what you dislike about the product, and you know what other people will like and dislike. So when you talk to other people about it, you can highlight the things that you like. Not necessarily like highlight the things that you don't like, but you can talk about the value. You can you can show why it's useful, how how it's helped you personally progress in your career. So, and that's what sales engineering is. You're trying to show the value. Someone wants to pay you money, and what you're giving back in return has to save them more money, let more time, reduce risk, whatever it is. So, that's pretty much what you're doing right now.
0: That's so good. That's so good. It's exactly what it is. And I think some people, they want to ask you questions. I can hear the questions that they're thinking in their mind, like, okay, I'm starting to get an idea of what a sales engineer is, but what does a day in the life of a sales engineer looks like? Can you talk about a day in the life for yourself?
1: For myself? Okay. So it's very different from company to company. From There are different types of uh, sales engineers. There are inside sales engineers, let's call them that, or entry-level sales engineers. So if you go on LinkedIn and look for junior associate or inside sales engineer, your, your day will be demo after demo, after demo, after demo, basically, right? Like you have, you're supporting 10, 20 account managers and they're just putting demos on your counter and you're just doing them. And then you have field sales engineers, which is more what I'm doing where I have certain accounts and my job is to build relationship with the, with the users, with the, Managers, directors, C-suite, whoever my directive is. There's a lot of meetings, right? So let's say today I had three meetings where I show up, we have a discussion. I try to understand their problem in one meeting and then send them follow-ups, try to capture the information that they requested, provide that information to them. If I don't have all the information and I put a post on LinkedIn not too long ago saying sales engineering is not knowing the answer to every question. Sales engineering is nowhere to find the answer to every question. So that means a lot of times I have to follow up with, I have to send emails to product managers or specialists to get the answer. And a lot of times that means I have to follow up with them three, four times to get the answer because everybody has their own thing. You're not the most important thing for everybody. So send the email a couple of days later, send another email. Anyways, there's a lot of that. There's uh, also... Part of my day was doing demonstrations, right? Customer wanted to see how solution X solved problem Y. So I had to do that demo and show them like, this is what I did, this is how we do it. This is how much money you save, how much time you save, how much risk we re- reduce, and we're done. And there's also a lot of learning, a lot of just calling up customers like, hey man, how are you doing? Um, you can go to lunch, Every day, if you want, if you can, if you have the ability to invite a customer out to lunch every day, you could do that. That's fun. So it's, it's very varied from day to day. Sometimes you have five meetings, sometimes you have zero meetings, and you use that time to learn, to study, to catch up, to prepare. So,
0: yeah, that, that is the one position that I've heard that you literally have to be studying constantly. Like it's like one of those things that you can't just settle on. Oh yeah, I learned this like last week or two months ago. <laughs> oh, God forbid. But you literally have to learn the customer. You literally have to learn new technologies
1: like yeah. every week. Man, yeah. what well, resources? Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Well, uh, so a lot of like my role, there's a generalist sales engineer, which means I'm supporting products that could be LTE could be uh, like core networking, could be wireless. And all these have a million different permutations, million different technologies, and they continue progressing all the time. So if you're in a role like what I'm in, you're going to have to... Like, there's a new feature almost all the time. And I mentioned earlier, sales engineering is not knowing the answer to every question. It's knowing where to get the answer. But it's nice to have as many answers as you possibly can because that will speed up and help close the, sale, the deal faster help answer the customer faster, and that way you don't have to worry too much about following up and worrying about other stuff. So the more you know, the better, but you can't know
0: everything. Yeah, I want to go back to something there that you said. You talked about inside sales engineer. Are those positions readily available like on LinkedIn or other places, or that's more
1: internal? Um, Well, if you look for junior or associate, you will find them. Uh, Also, junior or associate could mean like uh, sales Pre- uh, sales engineering academy like companies like vmware like Smartsheets, like ServiceNow, they have academies where they hire people outside the industry and train them to be se's for their own company so they train them on the product and the soft skills required to be se's within that company oh yes. that
0: is really wow that's really good yeah oh and and those companies Are there there a lot of companies that have programs like that? Or it's just... Not as much
1: as I'd like. Mm. But there are. So Dell is one company. ServiceNow, Smartsheets, Cisco, VMware. And these are the ones that I know. And I'm sure there are dozens more that I don't know. But there are millions of companies that don't have
0: it. Ooh. Okay, I'm I'm thinking as a person that's trying to be SE now, and they're like, okay, so I'm gonna apply to Dell. I'm gonna apply to all these programs. How hard is it to get into a program like that without networking?
1: Without networking, it's almost impossible. Whew. And, but with networking, it's possible for anyone. Like I, I helped a uh, former client, now friend. His name is Anthony Palmosi, and. He worked for two years to get an SE job. He has he ha, he was in the military. He has a psychology degree. I'm not sure what which one it is, and then he worked as a SDR, BDR, mm. and through connections, he got a job at Dell. But I haven't heard of anyone getting a job uh, like as an as, in the academy without like you can apply and try your luck, but you can always increase your luck with connections. Wow, it's not what you know; it's who you know. That we- is. I've, Keep going. I've, yeah, I've gotten jobs through my resume only, or at least I've gotten interviews through my resume only. But the percentage is much lower than through connections. Yeah. So it's doable. I'm not saying it's impossible. It's just you might be wasting you like if you look at the 80 20 rule, you know, Pareto's rule, where 20% of your effort leads to 80% of the results, that 20% should be connections. Mm. Mm.
0: Man. That is so good. That is so good. I'm I'm trying to get into the head of somebody right now because I know of a lot of people that have uh become uh that have tried to do it through boot camps, right? You're mentioning something that's totally different. They're actually companies that are hiring and training them and having their own academies. Can you talk about the difference? Because they might be confused. Like, I thought the tech boot camp could operate as an academy. Can you talk about the difference of the two? I mean, obviously, some things are obvious, but can you talk about the difference between the two? I mean, between uh, like a tech
1: boot camp and uh, an academy at a company? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. So the academy at the company is teaching you how to be an SE for that specific company. And you're going to learn the products of that company. And you're going to have to pass technical know-how and demo and presentations for those specific products. And if you succeed, you will get a job within that company. Furthermore, you're getting paid to be part of the academy. It's a job. You're not paying out of your own pocket. Really? Which is why boot camps can take anyone, whether you're fit to be an SE or not. Academies are going to take – they're going to pay you. That means they're going to take the best of the best, those who they think will be great SEs at some point, right? Um, also, I guess the other big difference—the um, boot camps, the third-party boot camps. Your one misconception I see people, and I think we we br- briefly touched on that before, is that people think that All right, I'm going to do the boot camp and I'm going to get a job through the boot camp. That's not how it works. You still have to put in a tremendous amount of effort to get the job. It's your job, not their job. And I have I have a service. It's a coaching service. It's not a boot camp. And I tell my clients ahead of time, before they sign up with me, if you're expecting me to get you a job, it's not going to happen. You have to put in the work. I can provide connections. I can provide guidance. But you have to put in the tremendous amount of effort. You are the CEO of your own life and career, which means you're going to have to put in the work to get a job. And it's not work for two weeks and get a job. No, it's a continuous, tremendous effort to get the job. It's not easy especially in this market, you're competing against hundreds of applicants. I'm looking at applications online, like on LinkedIn, you see a sales engineer that has 180 applicants. Mm. You're competing against 180 applicants, some of whom have experience, some of whom have connections. Mm. So you're going to have to put in a tremendous amount of effort. You're going to have to face a lot of no's. And if you want to become a sales engineer, you will face a lot of no's as a sales engineer. Yeah. So, Know that no matter what you choose, whether, uh, whether bootcamp A, bootcamp B, bootcamp C, or my coaching, you have to put in the effort to get the job. Yeah, nobody else. Wow. So
0: I so I'm gonna add another question to this because I know a lot of people that have taken uh, tech boot to become SDRs in hopes to transition to become an SE, sales engineer in Whatever place they can be. So, I, I've heard that once you get into tech, and please correct me if I'm wrong, Ramsey, but I heard that once you get into tech, if you develop and learn enough product knowledge, if you network within that company, you possibly can, that could possibly be a cheat code to get you to be an SE within that company because you've already worked as an SDR. So, your sales experience is there and you have developed product knowledge because of the connections and the networking and, and the mentorships that you developed within that company. Do you think that that's a good path for somebody to take if they're trying to get, become a, from an SDR or an AE into becoming a
1: sales engineer? So I've actually ha- have a YouTube video saying the, the exact opposite. Mm, <laughs> so Wow. There are certain gateway jobs to sales engineering. SDR is not one of them. Now mm. doesn't mean that if you're an SDR, you can't get a job as a sales engineer. You notice what you said here. If you're an SDR and you know, the, you know the product and you build the network, you can get the job as a sales engineer. But that's, that's for any job, really. If you know the product, if you build a network, you can get a job, right? So just because being an SDR will not give you a, a leg up on anybody else. Like if, if someone is an SDR, someone is in customer success. In my opinion, they will take the customer success person. First, because they mm. work with customers more. And for SDRs, they're 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 only at the beginning of the sales cycle. They have a tiny view of the exact the whole sales cycle where SEs come in, right? But that doesn't mean that you can't learn it. And if you're already in SDR, you can get into sales engineering. The point is if you want to if your end goal is to be a sales engineer, SDR is not necessarily a stepping stone there. It's its own career, it's its own rewarding career. So, I don't know if that's the answer you want to hear, but that's how I see it. Like, if you want to become an, S, uh, an SE, fight to become an SE. If you need something in the meantime to hold you, like, to make you money, be an SDR. That's a good way to make money. Does it make sense? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. No, listen, I'm
0: having conversations with people that are asking me these questions. So the fact that you're able to answer in such a way is going to help a lot of people. Like, you, I, I don't think you know how many people are, are con- I guess, confuses the word <laughs> about how to get to become a sales engineer. It's like one of the big mysteries for a lot of people. So this particular episode of Technique's Tips, in fact, I want you to write down in the comments of this particular episode right now, is speaking a lot to you. I want you to write it down in the comments. Say I'll say say speak. Like just put S P A K speak right now in the comments because Ramsey is definitely speaking some amazing things. And he and here's the thing: it's not just that, like he said, he hinted it to it before. He has a YouTube channel, he also has a podcast dedicated to this, he has a whole blog and website dedicated to this. And that information is going to be below. So I want you to at the end of this video, I want you to go. And I want you to follow him. I want you to everything he has digest it because you have the questions. And like, like, like Ramsey said, even if he may not know the answer, he's gonna he knows where to find the answer
1: because <laughs> he's a sales engineer. And uh, since since you're plugging me, I appreciate that. But I, I yes, want to I- add one thing: if you want to chat, I have a link on my website that you can book 15 minutes with me, and we can have this chat in person. So, well, virtually in person. No, you can do that. Oh. Oh man, this is good.
0: This is amazing. Ooh, I, this is, this, this honestly, I, I, I kind of want to keep going, but I want to kind of say, is there any sort of gems, any sort of like nuggets of golden nuggets that you would say, Oh, I, you know, I, I could give you one of these golden nuggets for the audience here. Anything you would say that we haven't covered so far about being a sales engineer?
1: Um, Any nuggets about being a sales engineer? I would say start being a sales engineer today. You don't have to have a job as a sales engineer to start thinking like one. Mm. Sales engineering is all about solving problems and seeing the value. It's about active listening, asking the right questions. So if you're sitting with your wife, husband, brother, sister, start asking questions and start listening to the answers. Start understanding what they're going through, what the problems are. You can practice sales engineering like that you know and it will help you quite a bit i i struggled a lot with active listening when i first started as a sales engineer and second my my podcast you know i'm interviewing people and i forgot to listen to that it was hard so start practicing early and another gem and it's self-serving i admit but michael jordan had a coach tiger woods had a coach everybody has a coach except for people outside of university for some reason For some reason, we think we can go through life and, you know, not talk to anybody and figure it out ourselves. You could. Mm -hmm. Many people have done it before, but the point of having a coach is to get you where you want to get to faster and to, that means if you get to where you want to get to faster, you start making the money you want to make faster a year or two in advance, which will make up for whatever money you pay for the coach, if it's a good coach. Otherwise, you're just wasting your money. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Two, two gems. I hope go for gems. gems. I don't know, self-identified gems. No,
0: I think they're great. I think they're great. And I, I, right now, I want to just back, piggyback on what you said. You need a coach. Like, coaching is important. Like, I, I thought, it. you know, we get coaches that we don't even think that are coaching us in life. The media is coaching you right now. They're, you know, there's so many things that you are getting coached by. Let's make an intentional effort to be coached by people that have done the work. Like he has been in this business for years. He's dedicated portions of his life to helping others. If you want to be SC, don't look no further, right? So with that being said, I know we talked about a lot about different things regarding the mindset that one needs to have to be where you are in scale. If you were to sum it up, what would be that number one characteristic that somebody needs to be an SC mentally?
1: One characteristic. Well, it's problem solving. It's not, it's not, I can't, it's how can I, right? If I can't do it today, how can I do it tomorrow? Trying to figure out a way to solve it. And the big thing is, you don't always have to solve it yourself. If I'm trying to figure something out that Joseph already figured out, why should I try to, like, Joseph already did it? It's a phone, the, the solution is as easy as a phone call. and sales engineering is the best job in my opinion in the world and also i found the community to be the greatest community i've ever been a part of so if you connect with se's they will respond they will talk they want to help each other out so Mm -hmm. whether you use me as a coach or reach out to any se out there they will talk to you they will help so use the network it's there Be, be resourceful and that's what sales engineering is about solving problems and being resourceful
0: solving problems and being resourceful oh man this was so good this has answered a lot of questions but you know how they used to say how they still say actually that uh the more i know the more questions i have and (laughs) so now that they've watched this video they have more questions for you don't look at me you can put it in the you can put it in the chat below sure but i want you to reach out to ramsey directly follow the link could they and of course you you're accepting people to reach out to you on LinkedIn right of course right yeah, yeah for sure yeah so reach out to him on LinkedIn tell me that you you heard me through Joseph so I, you know, nice let, yeah let me know yeah yeah and that'll be great for me to know too I would love to find out how many people came this channel is in its infancy stage still I just started it in January I can't believe that it's grown so far this fast but I'm so happy that it is because we have amazing guests like this giving us timeless treasures that we can take back and learn from. And so with that being said, I want to thank Ramsey again for his time. This has been excellent. I'm like, you know, like I'm going to watch this again for myself and take down notes. I mean, I was trying to be in the moment, but I was like, where's my paper? Where's my pen? But I'm like, Oh, this is recorded. Don't worry. I'll take care of notes later. But this has been such, such a good conversation. Um, Again, show your appreciation in the comments. Like, comment, and share. Share this video with other people that you know are trying to be SEs and may not know what path to take. This was laid out beautifully. This was laid out beautifully. So again, family, thank you so much for watching. Until next time, I and Ramsey hope to see you on the other side. Take care.